This is Love Marriage Again with Dr. Siobhan, the place where wives are empowered to embrace their marriage and feel completely in love with their husbands again. If you are a wife looking to create a happier marriage by transforming yourself, you've come to the right place. Here you will be inspired to fully accept your husband, be in control of your own happiness, and create a marriage that truly lights you up inside. Now, let's get to the work of loving your marriage again. Hello there, it is Dr. Siobhan here. I am so excited to be back with you for this podcast episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and thank you all for all the love you have just been giving me about this podcast, especially the episode with my husband. I am so glad to hear how helpful it has been for many of you, how much you appreciate our honesty and our transparency. So if you have not yet listened to that episode, rewind. It's just the one right before this one, which is episode 49, um, where it's eight years and eight big lessons. Um, So I hope you enjoy that if you haven't listened to it yet. And if you have, just go ahead and listen to it again, right? There's always something new to learn and to take away from what I share with you. So today, we're going to be talking about why being stuck leads to change, or rather, why being stuck can lead to change if you let it, right? (laughs) So one of the things I know is I speak with so many of you um, who have been struggling in your marriage for years, right? Usually by the time I speak with women and couples, the issues that have been plaguing their relationship have been going on for years, literally. It's very rare that I speak with someone and it's only been a couple of months, but many of the things that surface have been brewing um, for many, many years. And so a lot of you come to me in a place of being completely stuck. And what I find a lot is that when you're in this stuck place, it is very difficult to actually imagine and believe that you could be unstuck, that you could actually make progress, that things could actually get better, that you could actually love your marriage again and love being married to your husband. And so as I thought about this topic I really wanted to offer you just a whole new paradigm shift, a whole new way of seeing those places in your marriage where you do right now feel stuck and to offer you my insight around how even being in this quote unquote stuck place can actually be the best opportunity for you to create change, okay? So the first thing that comes to mind when I think about why being stuck can actually lead to change is it provides the opportunity to try things a different way. So what I mean by that is if what you have been doing in your marriage was working, right? If you and your husband were able to communicate well, if you were feeling connected, if you were feeling supported and encouraged by each other, if those things were already in place, 
you'd really have no motivation to do anything differently, right? If it's not broke, don't fix it. Like, we're good. So let's just stay good. But when you are stuck, what happens is your brain begins to figure out or to question rather what's going wrong. Like, where is the communication breaking down? Where is the connection breaking down? Why are we arguing so much? Why can't we get along? Why do I feel so unhappy? Why is he so awful, right? Your brain comes up with a lot of different questions, identifying the problem. And so when you realize that you are stuck and you realize that you have a problem, it's almost like a fork in the road where you can keep trying the way you've been trying to move that rock in your marriage, right? You can just say, you know, well, if we're not communicating well, we just need to keep trying harder or we need to, you know, understand each other and listen to each other. All this stuff that you've known for months and years that's just not working, that's where a lot of people are. They're just spinning their wheels with all the things that are not working, that are not producing the results that they want, right? Or when you realize that you're stuck, you could take it as an opportunity to do it a totally and completely different way. That's the juncture that many of you find yourself, but I'm going to be honest with you, most of you keep trying the things that don't work. And a lot of times when I speak with people, um, when they're interested in hiring me as their coach, I paint the equation for them. I'm like, your actions, his actions equals this result every single time. It's like A plus B equals C. And you can drop in A's and B's and C's for your own marriage, whatever the predictable cycle is for you. And so I love painting the picture of like, let's just get rid of A. Why don't we put Q there instead? So now you have Q plus B and you cannot get C from that combination. And so the reason being stuck can lead to change is when you realize what you've been doing just is not working the way that you want it to work. There is this book that I've talked about definitely in email, probably on this podcast as well, called The Obstacle is the Way. Now, what's funny about this is I've not ever read the book but I am intrigued by the title in and of itself because what I take it to mean is that the roadblocks you are experiencing, the places where you just can't seem to find your way forward is really the window opening to another way to approach the situation. So if you keep knocking on the same door, looking for the same changes and it's not happening then you have to go to another door. That obstacle is actually there to lead you in the direction that you're supposed to be going in, right? I want you to imagine a river of water, right? Just imagine like water flowing and all of a sudden there's a dam there. When that dam is there, that block, that obstacle the water has no other option but to flow in a different direction. And the more willing it is to flow in that different direction, the more it is able to maintain its progress forward. 
But the more it is resistant, the more it keeps bumping up against that obstacle, the more it keeps bumping up against that dam, it gets crashing, right? And you see these crashing waves, you see frustration, you see aggravation, you see all this like turmoil. When the path of least resistance is to just flow in a different direction. And I think that is the same thing that can happen for your marriage. That if you have been trying it one particular way and it literally feels like you are banging your head up against the wall, that your husband's not getting it, he's not changing, he's not responding the way that you want him to, he's still not meeting your expectations, he's a total, complete disappointment, then you have to try it differently, right? And the different approach that I am always going to recommend is looking in the mirror and looking at yourself and how you can change your part of the equation. Not for him, but for you. Because that is the place of your greatest peace. Right? So that's number one. Number two for why being stuck can lead to change is when you allow your husband to just be who he is being, right? You want him to change, but he's not changing. You want him to think differently or you want him to talk to you differently or you want him to make different choices and those things are not happening and you're stuck, right? When you become stuck, you can't really do anything, Right? I want you to imagine when I was a little kid, I actually got stuck in quick, it wasn't quicksand, but it was like, I remember we were looking, like my parents were looking to buy a home and it was a new development. And like, for some reason there was like all of this mud, all of this mud that was like so deep. It felt like quicksand to me. And I remember as a little kid stepping in it and my foot got completely stuck. I felt frozen. And I felt like I couldn't move. I was freaking out and not knowing what to do. So I just stood there and did nothing. I didn't try to get out. I just stood there and did nothing, right? And my parents eventually got me, obviously. But I want you to think about you trying to push up against your husband in terms of his beliefs, in terms of his way of seeing things, in terms of how he wants to make decisions. And... I want you to imagine just not doing that anymore, (laughs) right? Like literally you are stuck. Like you can't push him anymore. You can't convince him to feel differently. Like none of that is working. So you're literally just stuck. When you release the reins, when you take your hands off of trying to make him be a different person, and that comes from unsolicited advice, criticism, judgment, requests, demands, all of the things you've been doing to get him to be and see things differently. When you stop all of that, he gets to be who he wants to be, right? And when he has the freedom to just be where you're not hounding him, where you're not criticizing, where you're not pointing out all the things that are going wrong. That space that you give him because you are stuck in it not working is the exact environment that he needs in order to become a better 
version of himself. It's almost like you were imposing yourself in his growth. You're like meddling all in the business between your husband and God, right? Like God is still the boss of him. God is still in control of his growth, his development, his way of showing up in your marriage. But when you get in there and you want to like meddle, then he doesn't have any space to see what he needs to see on his own, to come to his own conclusions, to recognize his own limitations and to see the ways that he actually wants to grow and be better. And so if you are stuck where all the stuff you're trying to do to get him to change isn't working and you surrender and you take your hands off of him, he gets to be who he is. And when he feels accepted by you, when he feels unconditionally loved by you, that is the greatest motivator for change. And I want you to think about it this way. Think about God and you. Think about how often God is looking down from heaven at you and you're like a hot mess. Literally, you're not praying, you're not being nice, <laughs> you're doing all of the things that God doesn't want you to do, right? And imagine if God came down from heaven and was like, listen, I don't like the way you do that. You should do this instead. I told you not to do that. Why can't you do it this way? You're never able to measure up, right? You would feel shame. You would feel disgrace. You would feel humiliated. And you would probably spiral into feeling like you cannot do it right, that you are a failure, so why even try? But that's not how God is, right? He looks down from heaven and he has grace and he has compassion and he sees us at our best, even when we're actually at our worst, and it is knowing that we have his unconditional love. It's knowing that he is so awesome, but he still loves us even in our mess, even in the disaster that is our lives some of the times. Knowing that we still have his unconditional love inspires us. It motivates us to one, love him more and two, want to please him. Right? There's this quote that I love. It says, go and love someone exactly as they are and watch them transform into the greatest, truest version of themselves. It is not your job to convict your husband to be anything differently than he is. And when you stop doing that, he gets to come to his own conclusions. And I know it feels like you need to bring it to him. You need to bring to his awareness all the things that he can be doing better at. But here's the thing. If it is within the will of God, if it is for his highest good, if it is for the benefit of your marriage, that realization is going to come to him and it does not have to come from you. And in fact, when it doesn't come from you, he gets his own internal sense of motivation and he is more likely to make a permanent change and carry it out for good. So stop meddling. <laughs> it is the path of least resistance for you. I promise you, just let the man be. Accept him, 
anyway, if it is not a deal breaker, if it is not something that you are actually going to leave the marriage over today, then you have to step into the practice of radical acceptance. Okay. Now, the third way that being stuck can lead to change is a lot of times when things don't operate in the way that you want them to, right? When your husband's not showing up the way you want him to, when things in your marriage are not going the way you want them to, that then creates the opportunity for you to see just how strong you really are. A lot of times there are things within us, character character traits and qualities and attributes we have inside of us, but we have never been tested or stretched or, you know, pulled in a way where those parts of ourselves actually need to come out. And I think sometimes we have this sense of entitlement that things should just be easy and life should just go the way that we want and our marriage should just unfold the way that we expected it to. That our husband should meet our emotional needs, that he should want to be there for us. He should want to support us. He should be a team player, right? I have a lot of clients who have young children and so this is the area where I think they bump up against um, their husband a lot where it just feels like they're the one doing everything. He's not doing much. It's not equitable, but they feel entitled to it. Like, why can't I depend on him to do at least these five things? Right. And what happens though, is when you are constantly looking for your husband to fulfill a role or to meet a need that he is not doing, You get frustrated, one, but then you never look within yourself for how you can be empowered and that you can actually handle it or cultivate it within yourself. So for me specifically, one of the dynamics in my own marriage is my love language is words of affirmation. I am a person that grew up really wanting to be validated by others, to be praised, to be appreciated, to be told I was doing a good job. And that is probably the farthest away from my husband's natural inclination. And so there were times in our marriage, there were times in my life where I was really looking for him to affirm me, to validate me, to give me his approval For me to believe that I was doing a good job, that I was valued, that I was worthy. And so there was a a period where I was really unhappy and sad and just felt like, man, he doesn't really support me. Man, he doesn't really love me because he's not giving me this thing that I keep telling him is so important and so necessary for me. And so after a while, I realized exactly what I'm telling you, that the obstacle is the way that I just have to allow him to be exactly who he is. And what I realized was that it was my responsibility to validate myself because if I didn't see my own value, my own worth, my own beauty, that no matter what he would say to me, I just would not be able to receive it because I didn't believe it within myself. 
right? So that's sort of like people can give you compliments, right? And tell you how beautiful you are, how successful you are, how valuable you are. But if you don't really believe that inside of you, their words really fall on deaf ears. And so what I have learned is that I have the power within myself to validate myself at the level that is perfect for me right? It's almost like no one knows you better than you know yourself. And so I know how to encourage myself. I know how to say the exact thing I need to hear when I'm feeling down. And so I have grown to appreciate that because I know how to do it on my own. There's nothing better than having the capacity to do something for yourself that you never need anyone else to do for you. Now, that doesn't mean that it's not nice to have it, right? You want to operate in a place where it's something you want, which would be nice to have, but it's not something you need, like you can't function if he doesn't do the things you want him to do. And what I have really learned and what I really try to help um, my clients and anyone who comes into my path see is how you have everything you need already within you. That between you and God and the power of the Holy Spirit that is always within you, you are already whole and complete and you are already capable of handling every single thing life throws your way. And so especially for those of you who are listening who feel like you were just overwhelmed and totally and completely stressed out with motherhood and trying to be all things to all people and you really just want a little bit more of your husband's help, you want to know that you can depend on him for certain things, I just want to ask you, like, what if you didn't? What if you didn't need him to help out at all? Right? It could be nice if he did, but you have just figured it out on your own. You have got it together on your own. You have figured out a system that just works for you where if he is there to help, great. But if he's not, there is, it's no big deal. I got it, right? That goes for tasks and things you need to do and emotional needs that you feel are being unfulfilled. Like, I got it. What if you just had your own back all of the time. Here's another quote that I just want to share with you because it's pretty awesome. One day, this is what the quote says. It says, and one day she discovered that she was fierce and she was strong and full of power. Right? What if you just discovered that about yourself, that you are fierce and you are strong and you are just full of power and that your husband is a nice addition to your life, but at the end of the day, you have your own back all of the time. And so when you lean into that, when you embrace that, the fact that you were stuck in this cycle with him is actually leading you to a place of greater empowerment for yourself. Okay. So again, those three reasons are three ways that being stuck can lead to change. Number one, it is the opportunity to try it a different way. When you are stuck and what you have been doing is not working, that is a full alarm to tell you to try it a different way. 
right? Number two, why being stuck can lead to change is that when you are stuck trying to change your husband and you stop it, you stop doing that, then you give him the space to transform within himself on his own. And that's the lasting change that you want. And then the third reason why being stuck can lead to change is it enables you the opportunity to see how strong you really are, to step up to the plate, to elevate yourself, to level up yourself to a new level of strength, a new level of capacity, a a new level of emotional um, toughness that you would not be able to cultivate otherwise. Now, what I want you to think about is What would be required of you to actually live out these three points? Like what would have to shift? What would have to change? What would have to be different within you for these three points to really be operating in your life? There are five sort of qualities or five Um, things I want you to think about within yourself in order for this to be one of those podcast episodes where you not only hear the information, but you're actually able to apply the information. So the first quality or attribute you need to have is to just be open-minded. Like what if everything you've been thinking up until this point is just wrong? (laughs) I remember when my coach said that to me, She was like, the best news you could ever get from a coaching relationship is the belief that like everything you've been doing or everything you've been thinking is just wrong. Like, what if you're wrong about all of it? And I loved that thought because it caused me to open my mind to consider that the way I saw things just wasn't the right way. And so what if you're wrong about it all? Like, what if you could just open your mind and imagine your brain is like a blank slate, like willing to see things completely differently than you have ever seen them before? That's first attribute. The second is um, really an extension of this, right? Which is the exact question I asked. I got it a little ahead of myself here, but it's willingness to just be wrong. I was wrong about him. I was wrong about how I see this marriage. I was wrong about being right. (laughs) One of the biggest issues we have is we fight for our position to be right and we don't let it go. But we don't see how fighting for our position to be right is keeping us from the happiness and the peace that we actually want. The third quality or attribute you need is the ability to lean into discomfort. So change happens in the extension of a comfort zone, right? I know you've probably heard the quote, change happens outside of the comfort zone. And yes, that's that's true too. But I like to think of it as an extension of the comfort zone because you're stretching yourself. And that's uncomfortable. But when you are open to it and you're willing to be wrong and you can lean into the discomfort, it actually is not uncomfortable anymore. Right? I want you to think about the things you resist, like the tension that happens because you're pulling against something in a direction that it's not intended to go. But if you were to just lean in 
Leaning in is the path of least resistance. And so the discomfort that you might feel from needing to think differently and respond differently and act differently can actually be eliminated if you just lean into the fact that it's going to be a little uncomfortable. Because once you do, it's less uncomfortable because you're not resisting the change. Okay. The fourth thing is you have to have a willingness to just surrender and to trust the process, right? Trust God's plan, right? So many times we want to nudge our husbands to changing. Maybe it's just not the right time for him to change. Maybe he hasn't learned all that he needs to learn and seen all that he needs to see. And so that will require that you actually surrender to a way that's not your way, right? One of my prayers, whenever I pray for my marriage is always like, Lord, I surrender my will for yours. Whatever you want me to see, let me see it. However you want me to be, let me be it. I trust you and I trust your process because I know that at the end of the day, all things are working for my good, right? So this will require that you surrender just the same. And then the fifth is you really have to approach this from an empowered mentality rather than victim mentality. So a lot of times when people are really stuck and they're not getting what they want out of their marriage, it becomes a, oh, woe is me. My husband is doing this. He's the cause of my unhappiness. He's the reason we're in this space, right? That is the victim mentality where everything is happening to you. As opposed to the empowered mentality when it's, you can use everything as an opportunity for your growth. You can use everything as an opportunity for you to be better and for you to learn how to be happy in any situation. So I want you to think about for yourself, where do you need the most work in absorbing this work? Is it that you need to have more of an open mind? Is it that you need to be willing to be wrong? Is it that you need to learn to lean into the discomfort? Is it that you need to surrender and trust the process? Is it that you need to adopt an empowered mentality as opposed to a victim mentality? So I really want you to just think about that and begin to ask yourself, what can I do to make one positive step towards cultivating this attribute, this characteristic, this quality into my own life. It will make all of the difference between you staying stuck and you creating the change that you want. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that this has been helpful. I would love to hear your takeaways. So be sure to leave a comment. Be sure to reach out to me and let me know what you're taking away from listening to this podcast episode. I will be back with you next week. Until then, love your marriage again. Bye for now. Now, if you loved this episode, you will want to download a free resource I created called 13 Beliefs to Hold On To When Marriage Gets Tough. Download it at bit.ly forward slash 13 marriage beliefs. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash 13 marriage beliefs. And of course, I will be back with you next week. 
Until then, commit to loving your marriage again.